Welcome to the Immeasurably More Mini Messages. I'm Erin, here with my mom, Jill, and on Tuesday, Valentine's Day, and also my brother Hunter's birthday and my dad's birthday, we talked about Hunter's life and how he left a legacy of love. And so today we want to talk more about love, what real, true, authentic love is, and ultimately the love of God. It would be impossible for the two of us to get to the end of all that love is in one episode. It is far beyond what we will be able to share in the amount of time that we have. And in addition to that, Aaron and I are not theologians. (laughs) You know, we love the word of God, but at the same time, there is so much that we don't know. And we are a work in progress. And I think that love is just endless. I mean, it is. It's eternal because it's found in God alone. And I think that because love is so profound and so amazing and beyond our comprehension, we can only do what we can do and we'll never do it justice. And we are sharing our story, right? what we've witnessed love to be and what we know based on scripture. And so I think that, like you said, we're not theologians, but we're coming into this episode and sharing with you what we know to be true about God and his love, not the deep theologian type stuff that people can find out there, but we're sharing our stories, how we have learned what God's love looks like and how it is portrayed and lived out in our own lives. Right. And we talked about love a little bit because of Hunter and the love of God flowing through Hunter's life. And it was through Hunter's unconditional love and the love that we received from God through Hunter's life that God began to allow me to see that love was so much more than what I understood it to be. Mm. Before God intervened in my life, my understanding of love was self-seeking rather than sacrificial. It was worldly rather than godly, and it was all about getting rather than giving. I spent so much time looking for love that was honestly not love at all in all the wrong places and faces, and it always led me to be confused and completely empty because it wasn't love at all. Because Christ, love himself, had not entered into your story story yet. For me growing up, I obviously grew up in a Christian household. You raised me to love God and love others. But my idea and perception of love was based on what I was taught. And it was based on a feeling, a crush on boys in middle school. And then in high school, when you start to date and all of those things, I I was searching for this type of love that was more so found in a person. rather than in God. And yes, I loved God, but I didn't know love, like true love for God and how much he loved me at the time. I remember when I was 13, I decided that I was going to remain pure until I was married. And in my mind, it was like, okay, marriage is love, loving my husband, searching for love in a person. Although I didn't realize it at the time, I linked so much of what I knew love was to people rather than the person of Christ. And honestly, I don't think I knew the depths of God's love for me until I experienced pain. And Mm, it's so interesting interesting? because in those moments of deep pain, whether it was when I lost Hunter or when dad was diagnosed with cancer and I was afraid that 
I was going to lose my dad and wouldn't have him walk me down the aisle on the most important day of my life and the day that is love to me. You know what I'm saying? Like that's a day of love. And so those deep moments of pain and then most recently going through depression and anxiety and struggling with Lyme disease and all of these things that caused me to question God's love. Mm. So it was in questioning God's love that I actually found how deep his love for me was. And I think really that- You're going deep right from the beginning. I am going deep. But I think God allows us to get to that really hard place of questioning his love because it provides an even greater opportunity for him to show us how much he loves us. I just want to touch on something that you said. You said you were seeking for love in a person. So basically in a relationship. Right. And the truth is, is that love actually is a person. Mm, It's God. Right. And love does not even exist apart from God. God is love. First John 4, 8. And we love because he first loved us. And that's another verse. I think it's first John four nineteen. God is the creator of love and is love. God demonstrated his love for us in this way that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. And then of course, that very popular verse that most people are aware of and have heard before John three sixteen. for God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son that whoever believes in him shall not perish, but have eternal life. So love itself, love, the idea of love, the concept of love is a person. God is love and love therefore cannot exist apart from God. Love is a person. And what is so incredible is that Jesus came to earth as a human being so that he could love us and show his love for us by ultimately dying on the cross. But he was a human being when Jesus came to earth. And so he felt the things that we did. He felt pain. And so to go back to my point of me seeing depths of God's love through pain, we see that in scripture with Jesus. Jesus wept when his best friend Lazarus died because he was in pain because he loved him so much. And although he knew that he would raise Lazarus from the dead, he still wept because he loved him. And then also to see the greatest pain of all, Jesus dying on the cross. And like you said, God sending his one and only son to die for us because of his immense love for us. That is the greatest example of pain and love walking hand in hand. And so ultimately... To add to that, we cannot know what real love is apart from knowing God, because love, real love, real unconditional love does not exist apart from God. So anything else is a counterfeit. Mm. It's not real love. Anything that causes us to feel confused, discouraged, unloved is not love at all. And it's worldly love. It's not heavenly love. It's not God, certainly. So it's not real love. And so again, we cannot know real love unless we know God. God always comes first. And when Christ is in us, then we are able to love others with the love of Christ. So whether that's a friend or a 
spouse or a family member, whoever it is in your life that you love deeply, it's because of the love of God in you that we're able to love. Although I will say earthly love is far from perfect. The only perfect love is found in Christ alone. Amen. And the more we know him, the more we love him Mm. and become aware of our desperate need for him and his love. And it's Christ's love for us and in us that compels us to love him and others, including our enemies. I mean, Jesus made it very clear that we're to love our enemies. It's impossible to love your enemy unless you have God's love in you. You And even then it's hard, which is why we seek after him and need him and want to learn more about his love and need his love constantly just pouring out of us because we cannot do it in our own strength. No. And it's sacrificial love. We know that because of what Jesus did for us. It was sacrificial love that led him to the cross. He loved us that much. God, the father loves us that much that he allowed his son to be a human being, as you said, a person. See, we search for love in all these other people We can't find it unless we see it in the person of Christ. So, and we can't extend true sacrificial love to others and certainly our enemies until his love dwells in us and flows through us. We just can't, we, it's impossible. So if you're discouraged, you know, if you've ever been discouraged in a relationship, which I have, I have, (laughs) I mean, I have expected your dad's love to be all in all for me. And the truth is it's not, and it's not meant to be. So it allows me to take the expectations off of my husband and my children. Even I love you, Aaron, so much. I, I love your sister and Hunter. And I, I never realized that there was a deeper love that a mother has for her children. I mean, I love you so much that I would do anything for you. I would give my life for you, but that is God's love, right? That is sacrificial love. God gave his son for us. And so, you know, to get, and again, to get to the depths of this, there's just so much. And I can't help but think about how we're often tempted to believe that God doesn't love us And it's usually during times of heartbreak and desperation, or it's when we've been hurt by someone else that we gave our love to and they hurt us, you know, and that affects our understanding of love. But if we continue to go back to the fact that God is love and he, you know, the Bible is filled with the love of God. It's filled with understanding and the definition of love, you know, don't go to the Webster's dictionary, go <laughs> to the word of God and go. Cause the truth is God cannot be anything other than he is and what he has described and revealed himself to be in his word. He cannot be unloving just as he can never stop being God. God cannot love us any less or any more than he already does right this very minute. And that includes any mistakes we've made Mm-hmm. Anything of our past that we look back on and say, how could God possibly forgive that? Or in our present moments where we're like, well, why would God love me? Right. Look at the person I am. Look at just all of the things that you don't like about yourself or you don't love about the person that you are. And so you automatically think, well, how could God love me? And so it's like we stiff arm God's love. Right. Whereas he is standing there like, I love you regardless. 
Well, again, and that verse, I think I mentioned it in the beginning that he demonstrated his love for us, mm. that while we were still in sin, while we were making the st- mistakes, while we were a mess, he loved us anyway. Right. And he sent Jesus anyway, knowing full well, the truth is that most people would never accept his love. Right. That they would not want, ha- you know, continue to not want to have anything to do with God. And mm-hmm. he still loves us that much that he sent Jesus to display the kind of love that is real love. And there's this verse that honestly, I've heard it read at so many weddings. It's probably popular. (laughs) It's in Corinthians. It's first Corinthians 13, four, eight. Love is patient. Love is kind. It does not envy. It does not boast. It is not proud. It is not rude. It is not self-seeking. It is not easily angered. It keeps no record of wrongs. Love does not delight in evil, but rejoices with the truth. It always protects, always trusts, always hopes, always perseveres. Love never fails. And the reason why I want to share this verse is because it is so popular and it is read at most weddings, but also because someone had told me one time to put my name into that verse instead of the word love. So then it would say, okay, Jill is patient. (laughs) Jill is kind. Jill does not envy and so on and so forth. And it's like, it's a good check on your heart to say, you know what, am I these things? Because if God's love is in me and flowing through me into the lives of others, I should be able to say yes, right? That I am kind, that I am not rude. I am not self-seeking that I always protect, you know, and, and all of the other things that that verse shares. And I just think it's a really good heart check. But at the end of the day, my love, if it's, if I'm trying to love apart from God, it'll always fall short. Right. And I think that it's easy for someone to just say that verse and hope that they are all of those things. But let's be honest. Do we all ever live up to all of those things. No, no, it's impossible. We live in a fallen world. Yes, we can try to be all of the things that love is, but let's also recognize that we aren't perfect. Our love is not perfect. God's love is perfect. But if human love was perfect, Mm. then we wouldn't need God's love. Exactly. We as humans are hardwired for love. God instilled the desire for love in us when he created us from the very beginning. And it wasn't so that we would love man first. It was so that we would love God first. And then after loving God first, that we would be able to then love others. Well, and he's our creator. Right. And how many times have we said it during this episode? He is love. Right. So who are we to think that we can know what love is apart from him? We cannot. Just like we can't know everything else apart from our creator. He created us. And as you said, I love exactly what you just said, that we cannot know that love unless we go to him. And obviously, apart from that love, we'll never, ever know what real love is. Real, unconditional love. You know what? Ultimately, God's love is immeasurably more than all we could ever ask or imagine. 
Yes, it is. So let's end in prayer and talk to the God who is love. Father, thank you so much for loving us so much that you sent your one and only son for us so that we could know love, so that we can experience the love of God in our hearts and so that we can love others. Help us to know your love more and more. Help us to know you more and help us, Lord, to take the love that you have given us into this world and to share that love, Lord, even with our enemies. And help us to never, ever forget that your love is immeasurably more than all we could ever ask or imagine. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen.